centuries of thy word give it light. It give it understanding unto the simple. Welcome to the Bishop Francis podcast. Bishop Francis is the pastor of the Catch the Anointing Center, Lily of the Valley Cathedral, Teshulaskana. May you experience a supernatural encounter and be anointed as you listen to transformative preaching, insightful revelations, and down-to-earth teaching by the servant of the Lord, Bishop Francis Philip Asamoah. This message will revive, restore, and refresh as you receive God's word through Bishop Francis. Please do not forget to subscribe to his podcast channel to receive new messages. God bless you and enjoy the message. some glory this morning give the Lord some glory this morning give the Lord some glory this morning give the Lord a shout this morning hallelujah father we thank you for this morning we pray that you will be with us in the name of Jesus and shall we all say amen. amen? Beautiful. You may clap unto the Lord and you may be seated. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you are welcome to church. Well, in this church we worship the Lord. Because we live in an atmosphere of miracles by the grace of God. Hallelujah. So um, when you come, you join us as we are here. And I believe that one of the reasons why we are even having miracles is because of how we worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. It's like when a rich man comes to town and you are giving him funds. You see that before he realizes, you'll be throwing money around. Hallelujah. So when you see us worshiping, we are worshiping because we want God to start throwing blessings around. And we want God to start throwing miracles around. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Well, Bishop Doug has written a new book, which um, I think was launched some time ago, but we're also launching it here as well. Amen. So it's called Those Who Are Offended. Those Who Are Offended. Hallelujah. And uh, I'm sure very soon I'll be preaching from this book. And let me just give you some of the chapters in the book. It's, it's very necessary. And you see, books like this, they are not only because of the church. Because in your marriage, you are offended. Do you get it? Maybe in your family life, at your workplace, do you get it? And this book will show you 
certain keys that will help you. Hallelujah. And uh, the first chapter is, there will be offenses. Amen. Amen. Yes. You know, there will be offenses. And I, I, I just want to say, let me talk a bit about this book. You know, when we talk about offenses, Jesus Christ had the opportunity to be offended with God. Because at a point in Jesus' ministry, he could see that the way things are going, these guys can easily kill me. So instead of running away, he made an emergency phone call to heaven. He said, Lord, I can see where this thing is going. So um, you know what? Let's abort the mission before it's too late for me. Are you understanding what I'm saying? But the opposite of abort the mission is what happened. Jesus was arrested. He was spat on. He was beaten. He was lashed. And at the end of the day, he was crucified. Okay, we didn't abort the mission. I'm going through with the mission. So as the one that sent me, just stand by me for encourage moral support. Do you understand what I'm saying? Before he realized, God was also walking away. That's where you hear, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? You get what I'm saying? Now, if it were you and I, on the, the, when we wake up, what's the first thing? Eh? You, you, you see, you, you see I'm, I'm, you, I'm back. You, you let me, but you see I have survived. You see, I didn't die. You see, you see that's how we'll be talking. But Jesus said something to me. He said, look, I need to go and show myself to your father and my father. I'm going to tell my father that mission accomplished. You didn't say, you see, you see how you know some fathers are. They've abandoned us to die. But look, by the grace of God, we have made it. God being so merciful, we are still, no. He said, I'm going to show myself to my father and your father. Then he added, he used to say my father, blah, 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 and then also my God and your God. Hallelujah. You see, we have to deal with offenses in the proper way because in this world, there will always be something to be offended about. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes. So that's what he's saying that there will be what? Offenses. Offended, those who are rebuked and corrected. Offended, those who turn into monsters. Offended, those who are rejected. Offended, those who are sacked. Amen. Are you there? Somebody's asleep already. <laughs> offended, those who are offended by greatness. Amen. Wow. Yes. I remember when I was pastoring a certain church, there were so many miracles. Then I said, no, 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 he's using occultic powers. Then another, a pastor, another, a pastor of another church, oh, that's a demonic church. Oh, yes. A church that preaches about Jesus Christ. The demonic church. Are you there with me? Offended those who cannot handle hard sayings. <laughs> you see, the book is very desirable already. 
All right. So there will be a, one day you'll be told a hard saying. Will you get offended because of the hard saying? Or how will you treat the hard saying? Hallelujah. Because we are all not perfect. Nobody is perfect here. So either you will be offended or somebody will offend you. So how are you going to respond to it? What will be your response to it? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Hey. It's a book. Offended. Those who cannot handle trouble in the leader's life. You see, when we are having, like what? Miracles happening. This person will come. I have this, that, that, that. You see? Can you handle it when the man of God who is praying for, maybe he is not well. Can you handle it? Yeah. I, I've studied many healing evangelists. You see? A.A. Uh, a. Allen like this, he had arthritis. In the knee, he died with it. Actually, he was he was raising people out of their dead beds. He had arthritis, and doctors had to operate his knee. He was about to have his second operation on his knee when he died. Yeah, are you understand? Can you handle it? Amen. Wow. Offended those who are abused. Offense. Weapon of Satan. Stage of defense, of offense, withdrawal. Stage of offense, resentment. Stage of offense, mistrust and suspicion. Amen. Hey. I can tell you stories, but we are not preaching about I'm just, uh, uh, this thing, introducing this book. Stage of offense, malice and ill will. Malice and ill will. See somebody. Yeah, you don't know what the problem is. Eh, look at that girl. She thinks she's beautiful. She will not marry. We shall see. Then when he gets a beloved, eh, he got beloved, eh. I'm sure he's sleeping with her. You see, it's, it's malice and what? Ill will. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Malice and eh, he's got a beloved, eh, eh. They've done again, oh, he will not marry her. Then now he's married, eh, you, they will not have children. Do you see? There's always something. But those are stages of what? Offense. Stages of offense. Stubbornness. You are so... Uh, Pastor Christian, please. All the way to the front, please. Put your hands together for Pastor Christian. <laughs> Treachery. You are treacherous. Treason. <laughs> Is a stage of offense. Then, demonization. You see, when, when you are offended, you open the door for demons. Do you understand what I'm saying? Then, offenses, how to overcome them. So you see now, there's a way to overcome the offenses. You see? And so on and so forth. That's even... And then, how to protect yourself from being offended. That's what this book is about. Amen. Amen. So don't let the devil deceive you. Eh? They, they have written one of their... No. This book is written for every aspect of your life. Are you there with me? Every aspect of your life. Do you understand what I'm saying? So 
is for us as pastors, is for us as Christians, is for us as married people, is for us as workers, you know, and it's even for us as businessmen so that we can do well and we can get till. Because sometimes, eh, when you get offended, you're about to destroy yourself. That's what you're about to do. You don't know. Amen. So, the priest, we have very limited copies, so if you want one, you have to quickly order. This is a launching, so uh, you, you are given a seed offering. So you can give, like what, 250 or something like that as a seed offering for the launch. Then later on, you want to, if you want to buy it, I don't know what the uh, list price is yet. But this one, we are encouraging Bishop that, okay, please write more books for us. All right, so if you want a copy, you just see the priest, and then you'll see how that goes. Amen. Beautiful. So I want to preach to you today about labor for a blessing. Labor for a blessing. Amen. All right. And in the, in the first service, I told them something that I'm going to, I, I feel I should tell you. Now, by the grace of God, you know, we are in an environment where miracles happen. Amen. You know, miracles happen a lot in this environment. You see that like today, uh, the priest was talking about uh, what? Marriages. Is it not a blessing? Let's put our hands together for the Lord. Yeah. I, I believe it's a great blessing when a lot of people are getting married. Hallelujah. And you will also get married in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, your time will come. Amen. Yeah. You see, any person who is getting married in October, you are blessed. Because me too, I got married in October. So. <laughs> so, it's wedding galore till the end of the year. Hallelujah. Yes, LP Grace, come and tell us what you were discussing with your friend. Give her a mic. Still a testimony on marriages. What is he going to say? Amen. Yes. So on Friday in the evening, I was having a discussion with a friend. He used to be here. So I was asking him if he would be able to come for Uncle Teddy's wedding. And he said he might not be around. And then he made a statement. He said that what is happening in Teshi. And I asked him why. And he said because of the number of weddings that has been happening in the church. He said that the bishop has come to open the eyes of the people they couldn't see at first. <laughs> And I told him that, oh, Bishop has come to stir the marriage waters in the church. That is why we are getting married. So if he also wants to get married, he should come back. Hey! Is it not a blessing? Are we not happy when people are getting married? Yeah, I, I believe love is a beautiful thing. And there will continue to be marriages. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Thank you, Elfie. So... I want us to recognize that by the grace of God, we are in a church where we have an atmosphere of miracles. Do you understand what I'm saying? We, we should not take it for granted. Amen? Yes. And you see, so I was telling the first service that when, even when it's time, if you know that miracles happen here, you must take the service seriously. When it's prayer time, 
Sunday opening, you must be because miracles can happen in that environment. And as we are here, people will bear testimony. There are financial miracles, there are healing miracles, and other kinds of miracles. It's just that we take things for granted. Do you get it? And then some, some, some even say it's fake. Yeah, some say it's fake. You know, I, I know one person who says it's fake. I think the person went back with his disease. Not disease, but headache or whatever it was. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you, you, you see that you need to recognize that ah, God is doing something here. You see, so this lady pastor who just spoke, she's been here for just four weeks. All right, she used to be in a branch. She came here four weeks. And then he said, no, God is here. The, the things that are happening, no. It, it, it's, there's only one explanation. God is here. After four weeks, you know, sometimes she'll be in my office with me when people come to see me. Miracles are happening in the office. Do you get it? So the thing is that when you recognize that God is moving in a certain way, you recognize it and also you respect it. Hallelujah. So you will see that. They'll say, oh, shall we invite Bishop Francis to come and preach? And then it's like, Charlie, he come and preach and he's doing worship. Because I know what God does for me. I know what God does for me. Yes. So my first thing is that I want to worship him before I start preaching. Because I know what God does for me. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And you see, when I say that I know what God does for me, it means that I see the miracles he does for you. Are you here with me? So we must cherish that blessing that we have as a church. When it's time to worship, worship the Lord properly. When it's time to praise, praise him properly. When there's prayer, don't say, oh, the prayer will finish and then when is the worship, then I will come. Because you are playing with something supernatural. Are you here with me? Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. So may you also receive your miracle in the name of Jesus. Now, labor for a blessing. You will have to expend energy if you want to lay hold on a blessing. Amen. And I want to tell you that what I'm preaching is a prophetic word to you. You see, let me add this. You see, sometimes um, you are expecting somebody to dress a certain way and then say that, Shama Sataba. You see? Uh -huh. So once the person doesn't do that, you just throw out everything the person is saying. But you see, somewhere I think in 20, I don't know when I was 20, I forgot when I was 21 or 2021 or 2020, maybe 2021. For about six weeks, I was preaching on marriage. But what people didn't realize was that it was a prophecy about marriage. So what is actually happening, that a chain of marriages are happening, is the fulfillment of a prophecy. Just that, when I was prophesying, you didn't see me in my crocodile shoe. You didn't see me in a certain... And you see, I wasn't... You see, I, I want to preach to somebody today. You see, I want to tell somebody... You see... I wasn't doing that. So it's like, it's not. Do you get what I'm saying? 
So you don't recognize it. But the thing is that you need to, you see, it gets to a point where you have to analyze things. When you look at the chain of events, you cannot deny that something is happening. Just look at the chain of events and then look at the frequency. Just look at the frequency. Count the number of healings right in front of all of you, your eyes. You understand what I'm saying? When, when you do it like that, then you can say, no, this one, there's something supernatural happening. Are you here with me? Yes. So, I may be prophesying to you today about your blessing. But because I'm not saying it a certain way, like if I say be healed, the devil can actually tell you that, look, is this, is this prayer? So, so the devil says, is this prayer? I see you getting a contract. Ah, how can you just say that? Well, this, this. Just like how when I said be healed, then somebody said, oh, this is fake. How can people be sitting down, they are sick, and then they walk forward, and then you say be healed, then they all say they are all healed, and then they go back. You understand what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So understand this and learn how to be in this type of environment because this is your season, all right? But if you don't respect it, there are certain things that will not happen to you. Are you here with me? For example, many people are generally not rich, but they will always insult people who are rich. They always have something negative to say about a rich person. Meanwhile, they have nothing. You know, and he thinks he's something. Look at him in his land cruiser. He thinks, you see, we have things that we say. Have you noticed that? So you, you are not getting rich and a certain blessing is not coming to you because you don't have a certain respect and regard for things that are great. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. In fact, even that, even to have respect for great things, it is, it is something that if you do, you can be blessed. In the first service, I was telling them about, um, uh, what, A.A. A. Allen. Look, the first time I heard A.A. A. Allen, I was a secondary school boy. And I've been admiring, this is A.A. A. Allen. This is uh, Benny Hinn. This is this. This is that. And then you know, admire all those people. Hallelujah. Amen. This morning I was reading about Oral Roberts, he, the healing ministers. Yes, I was just reading about them, being blessed by them. Uh -huh. So when you see what I have, it's because I don't insult those people. Rather, I admire them. I respect them. I want what they have. When, when I wanted to have a crusade with miracles, I remember it is Bishop Dad's DVD that I was watching. And then I started having the miracles. Are you understanding what I'm saying? But if, I, when Bishop Dad is having a crusade, and then, oh, the miracle, uh, Dr. Ogo, what is happening? Oh, it is fake. Oh, it's not true. You see, you will never, you will never have such a blessing in your life. Are you here with me? Yeah, yeah. That is how we've deprived ourselves of so many great blessings. Are you here with me? To the extent that now even, even you be listening to, you can even say, is this preaching? You've not been to Bible school. You don't even know where Habakkuk is in the Bible. But you can define what preaching is. You can define what preaching is. 
A devil can tell you who a prophet is. A devil. Hallelujah. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? So ladies and gentlemen, don't take things for granted though. I'm telling you. Don't take things for granted. You see? Let me tell you this. You see that if you look at all our posters and things like that, nobody is looking for fame. Like you see my picture, boom, on everything we are doing. Really will you see my picture on something? Really will you see my picture on something? Yeah. Well, I, I don't care about such things. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. But if God is moving, I said, but if God is moving, and then let us recognize God for what he's doing. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Hey, when Jesus rose from the dead, they went to pay the soldiers to, tell, to, to publish the news that Jesus, Jesus, they stole the body. They rather stole the body. He didn't rise, but they stole the body. That's what they were paid to do. Anyway, so you will have to expend energy if you want to lay hold on what? A blessing. All through the Bible, those who received blessings had to labor for the blessing. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, we've come to an era where there is this erroneous belief that um, if I want to have a blessing, I just come and sit down. And as I'm sitting down, by some magic, you know, a Ghana must go back with $1 million will drop on this side. Then another Ghana must go back with, um, what, 1 million pounds will drop here. So I will get up, and then you are making imaginary calculations. I will take this, and then I'll buy a Trasaco Valley estate. I'll buy one of them. Then I'll buy my Land Cruiser. Then I will go to Dubai, and then when I come, I'll use the rest for business. Now, you realize that these your Ghana must go bags. In fact, when was the last time you even saw a Ghana must go bag, let alone filled with money? Amen. So, and, and that is why now we like prophecies. You see? So because we, we have the wrong mind about prophecy. So now when prophecy is even coming, you can't, you can't see that it's prophecy that is coming. Are you here with me? Because it's like I'm sitting my somewhere. Hey, you know, this evening, you, you, you will see um, um, a GMC packed in front of your house and they will give you the keys. And then they will give you a plane ticket. And then they will give you a visa. And then you are on your way. That, that is how our minds work these days. What I'm saying, is it true or is it not true? But the, the, what I'm teaching you is that to get a blessing, there is something you will have to do. You cannot just be sitting there and you'll be blessed. That is why the book is called Labor to be Blessed. In other words, there is something to do to be blessed. Amen. There is what? Tell your neighbor. Neighbor, there is something to do to be blessed. May you be blessed by the way. I said be blessed in the name of Jesus. Receive a blessing in the name of Jesus. There is something to do. Amen. Abraham 
was more than a hundred years old when he was called of the Lord and had to climb a mountain. At more than a hundred years old, he had to carry wood and sacrifice on a mountain in order to lay hold on his blessing. Are you here with me? That's what he had to do. Find that scripture for me. Who is there? Find it for me. When he was sacrificing Isaac. Do you get what I'm saying? Now, a hundred-year-old man wants to be blessed. He didn't sit down in his home, in his tent, and the blessing came there. He had to climb a mountain. He had to carry firewood. Do you understand what I'm saying? All the way up there so that he could be blessed. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So when he was about to sacrifice his son, then the Lord said, hold on. Don't do any evil to this lad. Now I know that you fear me. Then he said, in blessing, I will bless you. It means that, look, when it comes to blessing, what I will do to you? Do you understand what I'm saying? He said, I will really bless you. That is what he said. And Abraham would not have gotten this blessing if he had stayed at the bottom of the mountain. He had to climb with wood, start a fire, get God's attention. And then God said, in blessing, I will bless you. Somebody clap for Jesus. Go down to where the sacrifice is. This is the beginning. Amen. Are you there with me? So how many will agree with me that Abraham had to do something? Do you agree that Abraham had to do something? And then will you also do something? What are you going to do? Amen. So you see that, that, that mindset that, oh, I'm just going to sit there. They will prophesy me into my, maybe my marriage. They will prophesy me into my, it doesn't work like that. A prophecy is sort of a confirmation of something that God is doing. So the prophecy will come as a result of a blessing you've already received. Do you understand what I'm saying? The, the prophecy is coming because there's a blessing. You've been blessed for this, but you don't know. You, can't, you have not seen them, so ah, this is going to happen to you because you, it's like you are blessed already. There's a, something that has come first to you. Take, for example, Angel Gabriel talking to Mary. He said, stay in the Genesis. He, he said something. He said that, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord. You see, the angel had come to tell Mary something that had already been decided. Are, are you listening to what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, so as you are there, it's like, okay, you are getting married tomorrow. Sorry, you can't get married tomorrow because in this church, we do six months of marriage counseling. Maybe you can get a beloved tomorrow, but you are definitely not marrying tomorrow. Are you understanding what I'm saying? You are definitely not marrying tomorrow. Th that one I can tell you, free of charge. Amen. You may get a beloved tomorrow. You may. But marrying tomorrow, I doubt it. 
even if you go to AMA now, they will give you dates. Dates to come. Amen. I'm sure something very supernatural must happen before you can marry tomorrow. And that's not many of us. There will be very few. It's like the feeding of the 5,000. It doesn't ha it happens, but it doesn't happen often like that. Are you here with me? So, I, I really want us to understand, but what we can all be sure about is that if we labor for a blessing, all of us will be blessed. I said everybody will be blessed if we labor for a blessing. So, you see that when we start singing Abraham's blessings are mine, Abraham's blessings. Are, we are blessed in the morning. We are blessed in the... He climbed the mountain. Yes. My question to you is, what mountain have you climbed? What, and he sacrificed at the top of the mountain. What, what have you sacrificed before you are saying that Abraham's blessings are mine? Hey, the place is quiet. Am I preaching? You are not happy with my preaching today. Amen. I'm telling you. My favorite story, uh, Pastor Ben. So I've seen that Bishop, he does this. And then something is happening. Then he will say this. Then something is happening. So, me too, I'm a pastor. I'm going to do, I'm going to do what Bishop is doing. Hey, so, when he went, you see, the first time he took his jacket, he died, the jacket never came back. The jacket went for good. Then he realized that no, it's not like you see, because when you see what the person is doing, do you know the mountain he has climbed? Do you know the sacrifice he has given? Hallelujah. There is something you do before God brings the blessing. That is why it's called what? Labor to be what? To be blessed. Isaac was equally obedient to God. Page 23. <laughs> he was asked to stay in a particular country. Amen. Now, let's talk about Isaac. Let's have a nice illustration about Isaac. Now, all the brothers here, you are Isaac. And then all the sisters, you are Isaelina. So, Isaac and Isaelina, put your hands together for the Lord. Now, in those days, Isaac was living in a fix-the-country situation. Onaboni Chong was living in a fix-the-country situation, you see. And there was a place called Abuchi. Do you get it? Like America, uh, Europe... China, Japan, those type of places. So, in those days, Isaac was trying to move to Egypt, which was the abroche of the time. So now, let's translate all of that to our time. If Isaac was living to, so today, you are the Isaac. So you are Abraham's son, Isaac. And the girls, you are Isaelina, Abraham's daughter. So now, as it is, you've just got news that eh, you've got a visa. So, you've got a visa to America, England. Here is the visa. Then, we've got a plane ticket. Uh, uh, it's a return ticket, but you know when you go, you won't come. <laughs> then, you get it. Then, 
um, you have a job. Listen to me carefully. And you have a job that, oh, you, you'll be cleaning. You'll be doing cleaning job. We will pay you $10 an hour. $10 an hour. Okay. So then quickly, when you heard the 10, initially you thought it was more. So let me call, ah, no, one, one city is now, uh, what, 10. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? So one dollar is now 10 cities. So that means that the 10 dollars per hour is actually 1,000 Ghana cities per hour. Then he said, for how many? Then he said, three hours. So, so every three hours is 3,000 uh, Ghana cities. Is that correct? Is that correct? Yeah, so every three hours, that's uh, what? $30. Is that correct? So $10 is one, 300, 300 cities for every what? Every three hours. So when you calculate for a week, how much will you get? Times six. 1,800. There are people who are paid 1,000 cities a month. So now you are going to get 1,000 800 a week. So in a month, then that becomes what? 3,600. Is that correct? Times, no. 7,200. So when you did the calculation in a month, that's if you don't do over time, you can get 7,200. Cool. Does that you think it's a good amount of money to... You see, when they say $10, $10 per hour, it looks small. Then you say, ah, they, so how long is the job per day? Oh, I'll even do overtime of two hours so I can get extra. Is that not so? So, and then you say that, okay, taxes, this and that. Maybe taxes, they will take out maybe 1,000. I still have, what, 6,200. Then what? Uh, I'll pay rent and then I will eat. So another thousand. Then you are left with what? Five thousand two hundred. Okay. So let's say that after I've done everything, I still have four thousand. That that means I've, I've even mismanaged the money, but I'll still be left with four thousand, which I can save. Wow! How many would like to go on such a trip? Give me a wave. Hey, doctor, you also want to go? <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, everybody here wants to go. I should send you the link. Okay, receive such a blessing. Hey, so, who will I preach to? Somebody say, hey. So, now you've told your, listen to my story. <laughs> you've told your friends that, oh, Charlie, a very good blessing. I'm very blessed. I'm on the way. You see, normally you take torture, but you are going to the airport. You know, so you've ordered Uber Select. Then you told the Uber that put on AC. Then you said, that one, this, that, oh, don't worry, they will pay. So your Uber Select has come for you. And now you're on the way to Kotoka International Airport, Terminal 3. Terminal 3 is where the international flights are. Are you listening to my story? Hey, now as you are moving, Pastor Ernest, be moving in your Uber. You are going to the airport. Then you hear a tap on your shoulder. Hello, Pastor Ernest. Um, I am the Holy Spirit. I need to speak to you. Can you tell the driver to park? No, no, no. We, we, I need to tell you something. 
You see, <laughs> brother, you are going to America, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, listen. I want to tell you that you are not going to America. Rather, stay in Ghana. Is he a Holy Spirit or familiar spirit? You see. <laughs> you see. You see. You see. You see. You say it. No, no. No, 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 no. You see, Isaac didn't say my hometown people. Read your Bible and you'll discover that Isaac didn't say what? My hometown people. No. He said, so, so, then you look, you look at your visa in your passport. Do you know how difficult it is to get an American visa? Hey. And you are looking at the passport. You are looking at the tickets. Eh? And even the ticket, you borrowed money. because You see, you borrowed money to buy because you said, oh, I've got a job, so just give me three months. I will send you, I'll even top it up for you because I know when I calculate, I'll be fine. When you melt it and everything will be okay. Hey! hey. Then on the way, he said, stop the Uber. I want you to stay in Ghana. My son, my son. <laughs> I'm calling you to stay in Ghana. Don't go to abroad. Hey! Isaac and Isaelina, are you listening to me? How many will obey the Lord? Hey! Church people, they are shaking their heads. Church people are shaking their heads. Hey! But what did Isaac do? Isaac was equally obedient to God. He was asked to stay in a particular country and sow in the land. That is exactly what he did. He sowed in the land. He started a huge farm and gave himself to farming just so that he could please God. So the Bible says that in Isaac sowed in the land and in the same year he reaped a hundredfold. In the same year. And, and the Bible says that and Isaac became great and he works greatly. He became very great. And even the people in the land envied him. This is the guy that was, he had visa, plane ticket, everything. He's about to go abroad. To work for 7,200 Ghana cities a month. But without a blessing. So what Isaac said is that, no, instead of getting 7,000 first, let me rather obey God and then get a blessing. And then when he got the blessing, he rather became greater than how great he would have been if he had gone on that trip. The Holy Spirit has just dropped me a very beautiful example. You see, if we look at our founder, Bishop Dagiwad Mills, you will notice that when, when they all finished school, his mates went to further their 
education. Some said, if you are a doctor in this place, whatever. And then he said, I'm doing ministry in my country. Let me tell you, if we put all his mates together on one side, and we put Bishop Doug on this side, you, you see there's still no contest as to who is blessed. There, there's no contest. You see, you can't compare who is blessed. And this is rather the one who stayed in Ghana. So you realize that what has happened to Bishop Daggett Mills is that in obeying God, you know, and staying in a place where you can't even get the dollars easily, but he stayed and rather got a blessing. And the blessing has made him so great that he can go anywhere in this world without sweat. Anywhere. Anywhere. Yes. Meeting all sorts of great men across the world. Is that, oh, we are going. And then we are, please go and ask his mates in America whether they can just be going like that. So then you realize that it's what? The blessing. I said it's what? The blessing. Because one would have thought that if he stays here, he will be poor. He will never have a car. He will just preach to some few people and then this and that. That is what you would have thought. And you would have thought that those who had gone to those places, we would rather hear of their greatness. But no, it's the other way around. It's the other way around. And what, what makes the difference is that one labored for a blessing. The others labored for a good job. Which one are you going to choose? You see how you were shaking your head? It's like, hey, I'm looking at the visa. Hey, you are joking. You see, you didn't know what the pastor, the pastor said, that, no, you have to stay. And I said, no, no, this one is coming from home. It's like, there are people are trying to, they are trying to do something at home. But Isaac obeyed. I said, but Isaac obeyed. Are you here with me? Wow. Isaac was not trying to be rich. He was trying to be a blessing. Isaac was trying to obey God. And he ended up going forward and becoming very great. Neither Abraham nor Isaac had a vision to be rich. They had a vision to obey God. And they ended up becoming rich. A few weeks ago, I saw something on uh, Instagram and I think Twitter, and um, Bishop Joshua had posted some what thousand souls won for the Lord, glory to God. So I, I think I said to ah Charlie, what crusade is this that these guys are doing that thousand souls won for? Then the following day, I think I was at, we were at the camp, right? Then the following day, then they posted three, about 3,000. 3,000 souls won for the Lord. I said, hey, the, the crusade is picking up momentum. Hey. Watch this. I think close this side before it starts, and then you are now running emergency, whatever. And then check this side, too. You may have to close one. Amen. Thank God we are in church already. 
Are you here with me? Yeah. So, what happened? Then, I think the next day, they had gone to 6,000 new converts in Accra. We are all in this Accra. You remember when I said Operation 1-3? Even you, you did not arrive. <laughs> when I said Operation, even you, you did not arrive. Amen. We are, we are still re recovering from our Operation 1-3. Hey, hallelujah. So 6,000. So I said, what, what crusade is this at all? Then, do you, do, you, do you, how many want to know the secret? Do you want to know the secret? All right, I'll tell you. There was no crusade. There was no crusade. The souls you were seeing, that, that was not pastors. That was not shepherds. It was ordinary church members. They had learned that if I labor for the Lord, I'll be blessed. So, the, 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 the first love church decided, let's labor and win souls for God so that God will bless us. Yeah. So, they said, we shall serve and he shall bless. So, we are serving God by winning souls and God will bless us. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord. There is something to do if you want to be blessed. I said there is something to do if you want to be blessed. Are you here with me? Are you going to do something or you are just going to sit down? Wow. I finished preaching. Don't worry. We will share the grace. No. <laughs> Amen. Beautiful. So today, I want you to decide what you want to do for the Lord. You see, sometimes we have Covenant Sunday. Is that not so? And um, you write, I will do this so that God does this. Amen. But I want to tell you that you can get to a point where God will also tell you, okay, do this so that I, God, will also do this. You can also have that. But you must start first. Hallelujah. So today I'm giving you an assignment. Everybody, you are going to pray to God and tell the Lord, Lord, I want to labor to be blessed. So show me what I should do so that I can be blessed. Hallelujah. We will continue next week. Stand to your feet. So right now, everybody, I just want you to pray for a few minutes. And you want to say, Lord, I want to work for you. Yes. What was the scripture in Exodus? I think that was the correct one. 20 what? Exodus 23, 25. All right. Let's read it together. Ready? Go. And ye shall serve. The Lord your God, and he shall what? Thy bread and thy water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. 
So, when I say we shall serve, then you will say, and he will bless. We shall serve. We shall serve. Hallelujah. So, everybody here today, you are going to pray to God, that God, I need a way to serve you so that you can bless me. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. May the Lord bless you. Amen. May the Lord bless you. May you see financial blessings coming into your life. May you see financial blessings coming into your life. Whether the country is fixed or not, may you be blessed. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, bless your children, Lord. Father, Lord, those who are in debt, deliver them from debt. Those who have collected loans, deliver them from the spirit of loans. In the name of Jesus, oh God, bring happiness to your children. Lord, bring happiness to your children. In the name of Jesus, bless them, oh God. Elevate them, oh God. In the name of Jesus, oh God, we bless you. We thank you for showers of blessing. We thank you for showers of blessing. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. In the name of Jesus. And shall we shout our loudest amen? Shout a louder amen. Shout a louder amen. Wow. Put your hands together for the Lord. Now with every eye closed and every head bowed you may be here today you don't know jesus as your lord and savior if you are here like that lift up your right hand i want to pray with you you don't know jesus as your lord and savior you don't know jesus as your lord and savior lift up your right hand if you are here like that i want to pray with you all right okay if you've lifted up your hand just come to the front here i want to pray with you pray this prayer after I want to say Lord Jesus close your eyes Lord Jesus I thank you for today I surrender my life to you today I receive you as my Lord and personal Savior please write my name in the book of life I will serve you so that you will bless me thank you for saving me today in Jesus' name. Amen. What is your name? God. God's way. God's way. Have you seen our pastor over there, the one raising the hand? He will talk to you and then you will come back. All right. So go with him. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. It was great having you and we believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. 
Subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages regularly. God richly bless you.